0: Hi, I'm Sarah. Welcome to the third in our series for Proximity. Last time you heard from Tyria and Dave and Simon, and this week I've got Mark with me, um, and we're going to be looking at how our minds can focus on Jesus, how we can be close, how we can be in proximity to Jesus, uh, and how we can follow Jesus' example, the things that he did and learn from Jesus.
1: Yeah.
0: So, first of all, I'm going to ask Mark to start us off by just breaking it down a little bit. One of the things that we're going to say a few times throughout today, and perhaps you might have already heard along the way, is Jesus practiced the spiritual disciplines. what on earth does that mean?
2: Yeah, so I guess if we break it down into the three parts, so practice spiritual disciplines, um, practice is an encouraging word to me because it means that It's something that we might get wrong, we probably will get wrong, um, but we've got the opportunity to keep going at it, um, to keep revisiting things and keep trying new things. Um, And that's true for people who have maybe just made a commitment to follow Jesus, Mm. but also for people who've been following Jesus for their entire lives um, that we're all practising.
0: Yeah, we're learning as we go in.
2: Absolutely. So that's practice um, spiritual, uh, I guess the thing about spiritual is that it's our kind of innermost being. Mm-hmm. If we think of maybe um, maybe people who do sort of like weightlifting or go to the gym or things like that, that's about trying to kind of discipline your body mm-hmm. to um, to change, hopefully for the better. Yeah. Um, but if we're talking about practicing spiritual disciplines, we're talking about um, the the kind of innermost part of us um it's not flexing our muscles in any way Um, it's actually allowing the spirit so we're talking about spiritual it's in partnership with the spirit so it's something that if you go to the gym it's your hard work that achieves it Mm -hmm. um if you partner with the holy spirit actually that's it's not all on you now yeah because it's a journey together with the spirit um and then the discipline part um I mean, some people don't like the word discipline.
0: Yeah, it's got a lot of negative
2: yeah. connotations, hasn't it? Absolutely. I've heard people call it habits. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard people just call it practice. Yeah. So we, we say practice spiritual practices. Yeah. Um, That's a bit the, of a mouthful. It is a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> but the, the discipline part is just that sort of um, that commitment idea. Yeah. And the fact that if it's something that we're practicing, we're not just going to give up. Yeah. We're going to keep practicing um, and recognizing that it's actually good for us. Yeah. So something that we need to be disciplined at is often something that ultimately is good for us. Yeah. So practicing spiritual disciplines.
0: Yeah. So it doesn't have to be as intense as that phrase sounds. It's something that we can get wrong. We can learn and adapt, but it's good for us.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and early followers of Jesus, actually, um, they didn't say that they were Christians necessarily. Mm -hmm. They said they were Practicing the way—they were followers of the way—and yeah. so practicing the way is a is a great phrase. You know, somebody we all admire is a guy called John Mark Comer, who um, who's spoken into this topic a lot about spiritual disciplines, yeah. um, and uh, and he has an incredible resource called Practicing the Way.
0: Yeah. Good. Okay, so we're going to get started with a bit of scripture. It's always a good place to start. Um, and the reason that I've chosen these particular verses is just six verses um, and in this short passage I can spot, and you may spot other ones, I can spot five spiritual disciplines or spiritual habits that Jesus exemplified to us. So I'm going to read it through twice. Um, first time, just see if you can pick up on them and then I'll read it through a second time and I'll try and point them out. And the reason that I've chosen this passage with this intense amount of spiritual disciplines is just to show that actually Jesus just did this, this wasn't something that he had to go off and um, and necessarily work really hard at every single time he did it, it actually became very natural for him and so they became things that just overflowed out of him. So. Let me read from Mark 14 verses 32 to 38. They went to a place called Gethsemane and Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James and John along with him and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He said to them, stay here and keep watch. Going a little further, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba father he said everything is possible for you take this cup from me yet not what I will but what you will then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping Simon he said to Peter are you asleep couldn't you keep watch for one hour watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak Okay, so I wonder how many you picked out there. I think there's five in that, but perhaps you might come up with different ones. But let me read it again and see whether you agree with me. So again, 14, 32 to 38. They went to a place called Gethsemane and Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James and John along with him and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death and I would say that was confession, he said to them, stay here and keep watch, there's some solitude, going a little further, he fell to the ground and prayed, prayer, that if possible, the hour might pass from him, Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you, which is worship, take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will, which is service, then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, he said to Peter, "Are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray, so that you will not fall into temptation. spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak."
2: Okay. Was so that about five? You I think it?
0: there was five in there. Did you pick up any other any other ones?
2: No, I was just as <laughs> a
0: <some> test. <laughs> to count.
2: Yeah, so five. I mean, and five wouldn't wouldn't be a kind of definitive list of spiritual gifts no um but five in one passage is quite a, yeah. it's quite a good quite a good hit rate isn't it um so i think you know if if perhaps people are new to spiritual disciplines and, yeah. and what that's all about um you know we did a course recently the ruthless elimination of hurry which is uh again john mark homer's book <laughs> um but it really helped to kind of unpack some of those spiritual disciplines so yeah. And um, particularly silence and solitude and Sabbath. Um, so yeah, and and those you know going back to the word practice, those are things that we are practicing. Mm. Um, the silence and solitude mm. uh, in the midst of chaotic family life and Sabbath mm. um, are some of the things that that we're
0: practicing. But I think five out of that short passage is a good. <laughs> And I think, you know, you touched on the fact that some people, this might be new to you, and, they, and even this idea that there's things that Jesus did that we can learn from. And these there's lists of these spiritual disciplines or spiritual habits, um, and they all vary. And, you know, it's a very subjective thing. It's about trying to almost categorize what Jesus was doing and give it a label. Um, and, you know, there's lists of ones like prayer and confession and solitude and service and um worship and community there's all sorts of different things and some of which we perhaps might find a little bit easier and some that are perhaps more difficult to fit into you know everyday life but um yeah there's there's loads and we're not going to talk through them all because yeah. there's far too many but even just google it go and google a few lists and have a look and see you know we mentioned john mark Comer, but there's other people around who have written books and um, there's lots of resources, isn't there? Can you think of any yeah. other resources that you'd recommend off the top of your head?
2: Um, I think the, the d- Domestic Monastery book.
0: Oh, is, yeah, we'll mention is, at the very end. Good. Don't, yeah. don't mention that now. No,
2: um, <laughs> I think just to say, though, I think it's really important to recognise that if Jesus said that silence and solitude, prayer, mm. Sabbath, confession, what were the other ones, service, worship,
1: fasting, if
2: Jesus said that those things were essential for him yeah the son of god yeah then how much more how much more (laughs) how much more do we need to develop those practices in our own lives absolutely um yeah
0: so we thought that we would just um spend a bit of time talking through the ways that we as a couple as a family um have tried to put um Jesus's example before us and learn from him so this is us this is not the way to do it this is not the definitive um and certainly the things that we've learned along the way we've had to adapt you know we've got a young family and the things that we might like to have done um in our 20s we certainly can't do now and and then that will change as they get a bit older as well so although we're kind of presenting how we do things at this stage in our lives it's certainly not the definitive way to do things um so, I think perhaps the first good one to start with is study or scripture. And in our house, I think you're particularly good at this. What do you do in terms of looking at scripture?
2: Yeah, I mean, like the I suppose the the caveat is um, I am somebody who never ever read books. Hmm. So for my for my GCSEs, I actually didn't read the book for English. Yeah, I hired. The video from blockbuster (laughs) if anyone's old enough to remember blockbuster
0: no Um, no i don't know
2: and i i did quite well in my exam without reading a single word from the book um but it's in kind of more recent years that i've really started to enjoy the process of reading and study um and so some of the things that i i do is um is apart from daily reading bible and passages um, which is really helpful to do with other people. So we do that through the app mm-hmm. um, with other people. Um, but I also really enjoy things like the Bible Project, yeah. which um, takes you through different themes of scripture, sort of helps you to see things that are kind of very culturally relevant from the time um, brings it to life a bit more. Um, I guess speaking of bringing it to life, the other thing I really love, and if you've been around me <laughs> at all, <laughs> you'll know that I should be on commission for the chosen um, because it's all I ever talk about. Um, but it's because watching Jesus sort of being depicted on screen and um, how he talks to people, the disciples, how he kind of relates to them, um, it just brings it brings it to life. So watching that alongside reading scripture um, and also then going a bit deeper into that through things like the Bible Project, mm or Bible for Life, lots of different resources that are out there.
0: Yeah, and you can often spend a a more sort of intellectual time doing these Old Testament bits of the Bible that I haven't quite got the brain energy for at the moment, but I will try and do a bit more daily i just read three verses a day with some friends and that's it and it keeps me going monday to friday um and actually you can cover an awful lot of the bible <laughs> three verses a day um and that encouragement and that accountability with friends as well so i think in many ways it's the rhythm of things so whatever works for you so at the moment big chunks of stuff wouldn't work for me like it does for mark but i need still need that regular daily bit of scripture and that's one of my disciplines yeah. each
2: morning and, th- and that links in with the word practice because yeah. you've had to kind of work at finding that that is the good place for you to be. Yeah, um, It's not that you've always read the Bible like that, but it's in recent times you've thought, yeah. actually, you know, I've tried reading huge chunks, I've tried reading smaller bits and perhaps that's where I am at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so next one we were going to talk about was prayer um, and perhaps of the two of us, Um, I'm probably a little bit more disciplined with prayer I would agree (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: I tend to be a bit quicker to pray as well so you know if I've lost something I will pray quite quickly or if it's broken or not working Um, whereas you will admittedly fuss and stress and strop over it it can sometimes be my last resort Yeah, (laughs) and then it's really irritating isn't it because I'll come in and say well have you prayed and then it's really annoying because then sometimes the prayer works
2: yeah because more often than not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the thing that's been really bothering me, like something I couldn't fix in the house, for example. Yeah. If you prayed about it, no, well, let's do it, pray. And then annoyingly. <laughs> It all seems to be, yeah,
0: yeah. So, and I quite, and I enjoy um, getting up early. We've got um, a prayer meeting at Church Collective at the moment that starts at six thirty in the morning, which suits me really nicely because I can get up before work. But it's still a discipline, you know. I still have to get up earlier than my early rise for work and be ready so that then the kids get up. um, We can then get going and get the day started. So it does require um, a bit of commitment. It doesn't come easily, but I, I feel that. For me, I really enjoy that time spent um, praying with others and um, just back centre in the middle of my week, really, in um, a corporate time of prayer. So that's for me is a really um,
2: nice time. I think it's important to say as well that, you know, we, we joke about praying and then something working. But the reason it's a discipline for us um is because actually there's quite a few things in our life that we pray about mm. where we haven't seen those answers. Yeah. Um that's true. so the, the things that may seem a little bit more trivial seem to get answered quite quickly. Um but health concerns for our family yeah. haven't actually been been an yeah. answered prayer just yet. Yeah. Um and that's where it's a discipline, isn't it? That's where we, we still practice prayer.
0: Yeah.
2: Even if we haven't experienced yeah. the outcome of that.
0: Yeah. And I think practising different forms of prayer as well, because that's asking prayer. Um, and and we often teach the kids to, um, to do sorry and please and thank you and why and how, how and when. Listen. Yeah the six that we tend to um, talk them through and I, I have a, an alarm that goes off on my phone twice a day because actually I would forget God at times in my busy day so at 10 o'clock and at six o'clock I have little tinkly bells on my phone that remind me to pray um, because actually it's easy to just get on with my day and then not give a thought back to God but even just having those little bells just pauses me to stop, think oh, please help me with this, in the midst of something, mm. and then I turn my alarm off and I carry on with my day. Um, Your um, monastic bells. My monastic bells go yeah. <laughs> frequently. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Um, the other thing we try and practice is Sabbath, isn't it, as yeah. a family. And we mentioned that at the stage of life we're in now, it would look very different mm. for, for other people. Um, but we often try and spend a Saturday together. Yeah. And we try to put our phones away um we say try because because someone's more disciplined than someone i'm else. not the best <laughs> um but yeah we try and put our phones away um and we actually try and have time where it's all about rest mm. and worship yeah. so it's not it's not like a day off where we just kind of don't work no it's actually intentionally restful yeah. but worshipful um as well and we try and bring the kids into that so yeah you've you've come up with some great ideas for things like family days thinking about countries and different people
0: yeah and i think we try and pass everything we do on on saturday on that sabbath day through that filter of is this restful is it worshipful and actually if it's a bit of a chore you know and, and it'll look different for everybody because you know i don 't know exercise, for example, at different times in our lives has been a chore, and then other times it's been a part of how we would rest, so speak
2: for yourself <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so uh, and actually, if it's a chore, then that is a day where I just say i'm not doing it, so i do i there's three children in our house, so I could do washing all day long but on a saturday i will not do washing at all Nothing. if it hasn't been put away in the cupboard it stays on the stairs where it was left on friday nights because saturday is my day where it's not if it's not restful it's not worshipful and then i'm not doing it so that is and it's taken practice because you have to be quite organized for that sort of way of life but it's been really good really good for our souls
2: yeah definitely i think the other thing is um is worship so as a family, um, something we've done in more recent years, yeah, the kids will wake up at seven. That's when they're allowed to wake up. Yeah. Um, and then they'll climb into bed and we'll we'll all actually then um, read some family kind of based devotional yeah. stuff. So um, actually we've put a, a whole list of resources on the Church Collective website. Yeah. So churchcollective.uk forward slash family. And there's a whole bunch of resources on there. And some of the resources on there are things that we use with our kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think just starting that day in that place of worship. And so for other people without kids, that's going to look different. It's going to be just reading the Bible or listening to music. But starting the day well is just a really good thing. So we're trying to teach that to the children that we start the day in a place of worship. We start talking to God before we do anything else.
2: Yeah, and I remember, um, although this isn't something I'd tell the kids, but I remember somebody who was a recovering addict saying, "Imagine if Christians woke up every day yeah. with the same hunger for God as an addict for their fix. Yeah. You know, that first, like, um, first moment of w- waking up, yeah. I just need God. Yeah, I need, I need more of God right now. To get me through to my day. Get me through my yeah. day." And without it, I'm I'm just going to be useless. Yeah. Imagine if we had that that yeah. view on things.
0: Yeah. So the last um, discipline we were just going to mention was about silence and solitude. Um, and you mentioned the book at the beginning, and I cut you off because I wanted to mention it at this point. Um, it's a book called Domestic Monastery um, by Ronald Rolheiser. Good Did enough. I say that right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it is it's a tiny little book. And um when Mark bought it for me, I thought domestic monastery, as if there's <laughs> any monastery life in this busy household. Um and actually it's just such a beautiful book. It's so honouring to a busy way of life, and particularly a busy family life. So for someone like me, who is constantly being hounded, mom, mom, where's this? And, and actually, it's hard for me to find silence and solitude in my day. Um, it's just a really beautiful way of framing those small moments mm-hmm. that you can uh, get, and and actually learning um, that some of the discipline of your day can come from those interruptions as well. You don't have to necessarily do anything; you just have to approach those interruptions in a in a better way and that is definitely a discipline that I am learning um but rather than you know having periods of silence and solitude where you are um you know just having these long periods of time where you can just invest in in your spiritual life actually if I am interrupted in my day it's learning to respond to that in a very positive way um and what can I learn from that so yeah the the book probably will say it much better than I am saying it but um, I suppose it's just mentioning that even in busy life, silence and solitude can still be found um, yeah. in small volumes.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And I guess the whole purpose of the spiritual disciplines is to help us in our proximity to Jesus. And yes. It's to help us in our discipleship and how we walk closely with with him. Um, and so going right back to the beginning, these are practices and mm. they are not um, kind of like heavy instruction like if you don't do this yeah you know actually it's it's there to benefit you in your walk with Jesus yeah. um so you might have heard some things that you think oh I've, I've never heard about that you know we haven't mentioned fasting that's another yeah. spiritual discipline there's loads of things that you could look at um so maybe have a think about some of the spiritual disciplines that we've mentioned maybe have a little little think and, and ask god how how he wants you to kind of bring that into your practice um in your life at this stage of life that you're in right now
0: yeah shall i pray us out let's do it yeah <laughs> father god we thank you for uh, jesus example we thank you that he has um showed us how to be close to you and lord help us to remember that if jesus as your son needed to practice these things and um, live with um, a close proximity to you that we absolutely need to learn from him and follow his example. So Father God, we just pray that you would um, help each of us to um, find a good rhythm and adapt and change things as we go, but to remember that each of these things is something that is going to bring us closer to you. Amen.
1: Amen.